This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other free-form stuff that comes with it, we cover that, too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Don't at me. After a brief... <laughs> After a brief two-week hiatus, yeah, uh, just kind of regathering our thoughts and emotions and, you know, all this quarantine shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We are back. And uh, everybody's in the house today. Gary's doing chores in the background, yeah, spraying yeah. Febreze. Just took a shit. Chance got a plate. Man, that shit look delicious. I'm yeah, just yeah. chilling. I got my old school Olajuwon on. Throwback. Retro. And y'all probably, probably wondering why I'm wearing a suit. Yes. So if you're on the video, first of all, real quick, before we jump into that, um, if you're not on the video, y'all are behind. We've been doing video casts for a couple weeks now. We got the YouTube populated. You can see every, well, you can listen to every episode on the YouTube. The last couple, of course, we've recorded live video. So you need to check us out. Just look up Repertoire Network. Of course, you can find all those links uh, on Twitter and on the Instagram at the Rep Network. Or if you're ever just like, huh, where do I find the latest? The Rep.network. Go to our website, check it out. So, we're, like you said, we're just going to jump right into it. For those on the video, you see right now, Jack got a suit on. First of all, you got to introduce him to your new look and then explain, like, the. I, I, we don't know what's going on. What's up with the suit? So, if I'm get that, I didn't dress up for the podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm just saying that. But no, it's for actually like a project for class. So, I had to like um, do like a 10 minute video of trying to like make this proposal of this idea that I have. So, that's why I'm, I literally just finished like and hopped right on this uh, the podcast or whatever. So, that's why I have a suit on. Oh, but right. dedication. We did it in Mike's backyard. Like the same class? No, nah, it's a different class, different one. Uh -oh. But I'm mad because I actually sat here and I gave like a 10 minute speech and the fucking video fucked up, bro. <laughs> Shit, just like, just not stop working, you know? So I'm like, fuck. And it was good too, you know? So I had to like redo everything. Damn. Yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> little anecdote, little backstory. One time, uh, four, no, it was five years ago now. Yeah. 2015, start of the new year. Uh, we were kicking up the Mike and Chance show. It was just a podcast. We were supposed to make several episodes. We only made one. But the funny thing is, we went for oh, about an hour night. and a half. Someone die or something that night? <laughs> something random happened. I know we did like an hour and a half. And then we looked, and it didn't record a single minute. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to basically run it back. And you could tell part of it were like, oh, Chance even makes comments. And they're like, man, this is the same shit. Which, you know, we might as well throw some of those uh, old video links. But hey, that actually brings up another thing. So, I, you know, I talked about the Mike Silver Show, old videos. I'll throw them on there on the YouTube connected channels. You can go back and watch. We actually, three of us had some pretty good video content. But the other update, Chance, you got a solo show. Spit about it. I do actually. I, it's weird because like the week that we went on our hiatus, or well, the week after, Actually, or a week before, actually, because uh, we did the last episode on that Monday, uh, put it out Monday, Friday. I started a new little shindig, um, just kind of off the random, off the whole home. And you guys were actually the, my first two guests, but uh, it's called uh, Every Fucking Friday at 420 with that nigga Chance. Uh, I'm 
on the YouTube or whatnot. Um, but how I uh, how I do my interviews and whatnot is I like um, <clears throat> I'll get on Instagram Live and I'll be running a live and whoever watches the live they can obviously join me or whatever on that shit and we'll just go from there have a conversation and it's actually uh it's been shit i mean i think uh, my first video i think right now it's at about like 120 maybe 130 views something like that second ones maybe around like 40 but it's only been around like three days or some shit like that i mean shit uh it's looking up people keep telling me man don't stop just keep doing it so you know i gotta get a little bit more structure and shit like that because Keep getting demonetized and shit like that because I keep playing my music. Everything. Other yeah, than what's that, up with um, that? It's pretty good. It's a pretty fun thing because I'm just doing it for me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that my last episode was actually real. It ran for like an hour and 20 minutes because me and my friend Marcus, who um, I went to, remember that time back in September when I went to a wedding and then oh, like yeah, yeah, staying yeah. and shit like that? Yeah, well, it was his wedding, you know what I'm saying, that I went to, him and uh, my friend Star. And Marcus is a great fucking conversation. He listens to Don't At Me. He's a regular listener. He's been listening to since the beginning. So shout out Marcus. Marcus Atrilius. Um, You know what I'm saying? Good guy. We got to get him on here one day, too, man, because he's a smart dude. You know what I'm the small of the Philly gets. Yeah, and I want to say that, too, man. Like, he's extremely, like, well-spoken, which I told you, Chance. Yeah. Uh, until he's very, like, woke. Hey, using that word, but whatever. Like he's very. Like, I know I hate using that shit too, but that's yeah, just what but, it is. Yeah, but he's very like in touch with everything that's going on. Like I like this. So shout out to you, Marcus. Definitely gotta have you. Know? So, what would be a synonym for woke? Enlightened, but I feel like enlightened I, seems like kind of like pompous. This is the because I think that this is the this is like the new enlightenment period. Yeah, so, how they agree. Was, you know how that shit was like in like the eighteen sixties, eighteen seventies, or some shit in like Paris and shit. Yeah. Uh, Warhol. I mean, not Warhol. Uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, yeah. What's that movie, One Night in Paris, with fucking uh, Luke, not Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson. Wow, that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, Still Owen Wilson. Fuckers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. This is the time for that, man. We're we're the next Hemingways and shit. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, it, it's yeah, we're going into a new era now. Regardless of what your theories are, I know you got some. They're a little bit, a little bit out there. I guess. I mean, I'm not trying to criticize them. You know, I mean, some of them I buy, some of them I believe, or I'll at least entertain. Some, you know, I guess, I guess I agree with the notion. Some of them you might have. We have varying degrees of how much we believe in them. I guess you would say. Right. Right. But uh, most of them, like, they're really not even theories. It's just kind of what's happening. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like it's just snowballing. So that's kind of what it is. And that's what I've realized in the past two weeks is that, I mean, half of the shit that I've said is kind of coming to pass. It's just like slowly snowballing into because if you look at like how uh, companies are kind of like doing their marketing now and, uh, you know, doing business pretty much, it's literally kind of what I was talking about on that pot. Well, there's some places that really don't have a choice. I mean, I think the consumer from now on is immediately going to look at reviews and try to see how cleanliness, like how much you prioritize cleanliness. Um, I mean, look at all these different food restaurants that are food restaurants, all these restaurants that are, you know, detailing like, Hey, you know, touch free, even Taco Bell have like a big ass commercial, like your touch free late night experience. 
Yeah. Okay. Congrats. Yeah, like we're shit. all doing that. But I mean, that's true though. Like that's yeah. gonna be kind of like an expectation moving forward. You know? Oh, for sure, sure, for sure. And I mean, like you said, uh, what was it like two pods ago? I think it was like the Contagion, like episode 28, 29, some shit like that. Dude, like this is some shit we should have been doing. You know? Yeah. Like it, it's fucking, it, it's ridiculous that we have to tell people to wash, make sure they wash their hands and shit like that. Like you should do that anyway. You know? Yeah. Like, this is, I don't know. It, it's fun though, man. I'm having a great time with this. It's just like a <laughs> vacation to me. As you I can mean, see, I moved out some more shit in the garage, man. I got way more space now. True. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I've definitely made the most of my time. And I mean, I know not everybody's as fortunate. Look, I'll be grateful. I feel blessed to have all the things I have, you know. Um, you know, it, but it does open you up to time. That, you know, it's an unprecedented amount of time that we never had before. Just be mindful and kind of do your own thing or finally pick up a project you've been putting off. Like, I've done a ton of home improvement. You know, and you've got your whole garage set up too, you know? For sure. Backyard too. I didn't fix that shit up too. Yo, um, real quick, I have a question. Are you recording video? Yeah. Oh, okay, because you see it says like recording or something. I didn't see that. Uh oh, wait, does it is it not? No, I saw it. It said recording. Okay. It said recording? Yeah. I see oh, it okay. saying recording. Now now I got you thinking that you got the heebie jeebies from what happened the first time. Hell yeah. I, I'm looking at the timer right now. I hope that shit's working because that's what I'm using for for the uh thumbnails on the time oh, marks. Okay. <laughs> if it wasn't recording. So you, um this morning, man, you hit the group check. You say like uh shit was fucking weird today. What what was weird? I was? Yeah. You said something. Hold on. Let me oh, no. Nah, I was just, you sent me some uh, Instagram and I just said, yeah, crazy shit. I mean, oh, it's not okay. of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit in the world, yeah. <laughs> sure. It's taking a lot of fucking it random ass helicopters and shit flying around this bitch. Where fucking, did I see like, this? Without oh, the, uh, you know, I was laughing about the DJ Khaled thing. That was funny. Monkey, mm. little kid. Yeah, there's all kind of crazy shit going on. Why in the, world. the like, fuck is he going like live with people? <laughs> with I random know. ass people. I do notice that celebrities now are kind of going more like, I, I guess as a result from all of this, restaurants, businesses, they're doing more like voice of the customer, you know, paying more attention to their digital outreach and social media. But you're seeing celebrities start doing it too. Like, Idris Elba, I feel like every time I get on Instagram, he's going live. And I always throw a request. Just, I don't have shit to say. I'm just like, shit, yeah. if you got me on there, just, oh, hey. Uh, See, he answers that shit. Yeah, but he never it does. It was crazy. So. Like, I've been, you're right about the, uh, like, engagement with, uh, you know, from, you know, like, say, like, not even celebrities. Say, like, verified accounts and, mm -hmm. you know, the people that follow them and shit. Because I've been putting, like, a lot of heart. We all know they're, like, the females of Instagram have all been like double downing on, uh, you know, whatever it is they do, which is just take pictures without the clothes type shit. I've been putting like a lot of like heart eyes and like random, like, you know, like the smiley face where it's like, <laughs> like that and shit. I've been putting, yo, I've been getting a lot of likes and fucking like comments, like, you know, kissy faces and shit like that. I showed y'all a few, you know, but uh, it's been, it's been like tenfold of that though. You know, y'all want to see the best of the best. Hey, so like, have y'all been like wearing the mask and stuff? Y'all been leaving, or y'all just, or just covering your face? I don't, man. I don't know. Like, so at first I was like, oh, they're gonna enforce this. I'm not gonna break the rules. I'm gonna wear it. Mm -hmm. But they didn't give a shit. Like, 
I have like a bandana in my car just in yeah. case. Like if I'm going to go out and about, I would, but I really don't go out and about. The only places I've been, you know, Panera to get my coffee and go just in and out. Not even that anymore. I have them come to the car because they offer it. So I'm like, why not? <laughs> Piss me off though. The girl always wears a mask, right? Today uh-huh. she had the mask, but she had it under her chin. And I'm like, <laughs> like, bitch, you breathing on my shit? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I really haven't. Aside from that, if I was going out and about, I would. I will say this though. I just rode my bike before we started recording, and I did not wear a mask. And I was kind of like, Well, at what point? You know, when, you, when you're riding bikes and you're like rollerblading, that's considered exercise. So you don't have to wear a mask for that. So if you're exercising, like you're not supposed to wear one. What they were saying. Only if you're going like the stores and shit like that. I guess I that makes sense. You don't have to wear in some well, places, like some businesses, and like if you go to the grocery store or some shit like that, Walgreens, anywhere, you know, I'd wear a mask. I, you know, yeah. I'd fucking cover my face and shit like that because you're in a confined space. But when mm-hmm. I'm out like on the earth and shit like that, <laughs> see, and I do the same thing, but you know, there's the there's a threshold, right? And that it's weird. We're in this era where we have so much information, yet we never know shit. We never know at all what's going on. We didn't know where Kawhi was going. We didn't know where Brady was going. You know, like all these major things you should know, we didn't know. You know, like nothing. We've made business and made news out of speculation. You know? Yeah. And that's all news is. It is. Speculation. I think even the weather, like, ah, here's a percent. What other profession can you put like an accuracy number on the work you're producing? Like, man, I'm gonna give you about a 70% chance what I'm doing works, but there's a 30% chance what I say is gonna work won't work at all. But I mean, I, but to that effect, and I'll finish my point because I know I'm long winded. They always try to make you paranoid of more things like, oh, you know, are you really safe with six feet social distancing? Should it be further? And they do all these crazy CSI investigations showing snot or whatever in the air. Like, oh, it can travel 10 feet. You know, like I know you all have seen this. I saw a tweet that was like, okay, I might never fly again, where it had uh, a video of what happens in aircrafts. Mm-hmm. And it just showed an animated GIF of the air just circulating in and out of that bitch. But I've yeah. heard the opposite though, because I've also heard that the way that the air filtration system works, it'll bring air in and dump it out in an air, you know, in an airplane. But that's what I'm saying. In the era of information, the inf- the the golden age, we don't know shit. No, yeah. it's like see with that, there's like too much information out there. And none of it ever gets, like, cross-referenced with anything. No one ever fact-checks shit anymore. Like, they just put it out. Like, I kind of got back on Facebook within the past, like, three or four weeks or whatever. Like, just, you know, like, actually just started scrolling. And then the next thing, kind of start posting and shit like that. uh, Because I was running the rep page. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I actually ran an ad on that shit, you know? Or whatever. But, like, I, you know, just being on Facebook... You see the dumbest fucking like news articles from like the Onion or some shit like that, and people like put it out there as like facts. It's like, yo, what the fuck? This is the fucking Onion. Like, come on, like. But like, people are like, oh my god, guys, it's getting real out here. Like, come on, chill out, yo. But then it's like we got fucking so no one's scared of the COVID and shit no more. And then fucking we got hit with the murder wasp. 
Jock, you want to get into the murder loss real quick? I know that wasn't on a docket, but it I've been seeing be. a lot of that shit. Jack, lately. I know you're concerned, man. That's a good point. Yeah, so like uh, on the last episode, or one of the last episodes, <laughs> yes. I had like a uh, a wasp nest on my car. <laughs> you guys like aware of that, which is fucking crazy. So I was walking a couple of days ago, and I saw like a big-ass wasp. Like it was unusually bigger than like normal. I was like, that shit's kind of strange. Like, it's it's kind of big, but whatever. And I just kept walking and shit, and then Fast forward to like yesterday, get the fucking killer wasp or whatever, or the, you know, it's just crazy. The murder wasp. Murder, murder hornets. They're just crazy, man. But um, actually, that shit is just in Washington right now, so we're good out here in Texas. <laughs> hey, remember when COVID was just in Washington, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just started. about to say that. Yeah. Uh, we're good for a little bit, Oh, man. You so, know, it. If we're looking at this from like a very meta standpoint, it shows how quickly anything can become viral if you put it in the right person's hands. Mm-hmm. Of actual virus, uh, you know, YouTube sensation, yeah. uh, a meme, a rumor, news, fake news. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, I mean, think about it, even when we were kids. Remember how there was always that rumor that everybody just knew as a fact, but now you look back, you're like, there's no way that was real. Like, the whole Marilyn Manson one. Raped? Oh, yeah, yeah. By who? <laughs> like Lil Bow Wow getting raped by his That was one. Oh, uh, Marilyn Manson's rib. How did anyone know that? That Dude, went around. Okay. I've had people that like two years ago, they'd be like, yo, you, you heard that too? <laughs> so what are like the fake news like? Fate the 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 top fake news stories that we all believe when we were younger. Uh, well, one was the little bow wow getting raped. Also, Sierra, uh, like I believe that. Remember they saying she was like a man. Yeah, like yeah. a thing. My name is Sierra. I could buy that one, man. Like I, I actually like Sierra. That's why I'm like. I think it's too high, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's that's Sierra, you know. So, <laughs> but because we're little, you know, at the time. I still don't know, like, the lights in the car thing. Also, uh, the Bloody Mary thing. Believe You're that. talking about when you turn the light on in the car? Yeah, like, oh, we're going to die. Well, is that, like, uh, is that supposed to be, like, you can get a ticket? Or your parents are just like, hey, I can't focus. Because it is hard to drive when the light's on like in there. A, a, I think it's just, like, you're, someone can't focus. So they're always like, oh, we're going to die. <laughs> Or yeah. and, uh, dads always did that shit though, like yeah. always. Yeah. Never step fell. on a crack. Remember that? Step on a crack. Break him off his back. Hell yeah! Imagine the one kid that was like, "Oh, it's bullshit," and he's just like, "Oh, okay," and then he steps on his <laughs> crack. Like you know, tell from it. She yeah. gets all like crumpled up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like David <laughs> Alexander. <Alec Greer. laughs> this ain't over, bitch. <laughs> Monster. He just drew him and tore the paper up. You think that shit is funny? <laughs> Man, yeah, I remember. Hold on, hold on. I remember one time, like back when I was in probably like ninth grade, my sister had a bunch of her friends over, and Chase was probably in like elementary school, probably like fifth grade or some shit at the time. And we were watching that movie, or he was watching. He kept rewinding that one part where the nigga take the the frying pan. He's like, "Bitch!" <laughs> like Benz's. He kept rewinding that shit, bro. Like that was so funny. <laughs> there are some scenes you just have to keep rewatching and keep rewatching and rewatching. There was one I had the other day. I was laughing about man. Um, it's even more rare when you can see it with stand up. Like it doesn't happen often. 
But I, I mean, when I watch stand up, there's some stand up that's always funny, right? That you'll just like every time you watch it, you'll laugh about. But you don't often have the shit that you'll see where you're like being tears laughing, you know? Yeah. And it's one of those things like, you know, you're not going to get that back. So it's like the first time you hear it, it's like up here. Yeah. Second time you hear it, it might still be kind of there because maybe you pick up another detail or something that you missed. But then it's just like a diminishing return from there. But one of those things I, that I watched recently was uh, Chris D'Elia actually had a stand up and he has this funny. whole bit uh, about dolphin suicide. I'll just leave it at that. I won't kill the joke. You got to watch it. But there was this whole because he's a very physical actor. So like the, the, the pantomime he does of it. I'm just like, yeah, I got to watch that again. <laughs> I think Tears. I have you ever heard about dolphin rape? Yeah, I think he talks about that too. Yeah, like so apparently like dolphins rape like a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like hundreds of people a year. <laughs> they get raped it's by just, dolphins. Well, and that's the thing that kills me, right? Well, like if you look at things dolphins, huh? dolphins are extremely smart though. Like they actually fuck for for, for pleasure. Yeah. You know what I mean, like as a uh, animal, you know what I mean? So it should mm -hmm. Dolphins know how to finesse. Different tones to this girl. Uh, shout out to Ritza. She used to do this. Like the English. Oh. She's like, like a dolphin. Did I know her? <laughs> nah, she used to work at Foot Locker with me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That shit would be funny. We'd be like, Jerita, be a dolphin. And she'd be like, eh! I don't know why. <laughs> it was fucking stupid, though. Whatever works. Yeah. Hell yeah. So what's on the docket, man? We got a full one or what's up? Ish. Um, we, dropped, we chopped through a lot of the early parts. Um, only other things, man, I miss sports. I've been watching like a lot of old sports. Been watching like a lot of replay. I've been watching a lot of... Uh, Football, baseball, basketball. The weird thing is, so I'll tell you this. I watched um, the 03 ALCS, which was like Yankees Red Sox. And that was the one that was back and forth. Well, not in the beginning. In the beginning, it was 4 0 Sox, and then it was 5 2 going into the eighth. And the Yankees just had like a great inning. They left Pedro Martinez in too long. Is, they ended up tying it like up. Fucking, uh... Yeah, well, Derek Jeter like fucking smacked the shit out of uh, like uh, he got the rally going. He actually, I mean, yeah, he was yeah, the one he that like got a double. He got a big double, and then like they just kept hitting the ball in, and then Aaron Boone had the walk off in the eleventh inning. Watching that shit like back in '03, like seriously. well, the reason I bring that one up, I mean, I was just rewatching it for the hell of it. But when I watched it, you know, I'm a Yankees fan. When I watched it at the time, I was literally like freaking out, like tearing up screaming happy and i remember i ran outside and i was running up and down the street like a dumbass just shouting like yeah i was so hype right mm -hmm. and uh i mean i've seen the highlight in the background plenty of times since then but that was the first time i had watched it like the entire color commentary from like you know 11th inning from the beginning of the that inning to the hit to the whole celebration and man mm -hmm. watching it I immediately got like that rut, like that wave of that excitement that I had as a kid. And I kind of teared up a little bit. I'm like, this is weird. But it's kind of like that whole like reliving history kind of thing. Like sometimes you could just see shit and there are just the, the right set of circumstances around you that kind of puts you in that mindset again where you relive it. I mean, I know we've all had those moments before, but it was weird to me how 
you know, that was what, 15 years ago, 17 years ago. Yeah. And it's weird how like the emotion and all that still felt so fresh, you know? It's fucking sports, man. Like, oh, yo, you know, I was, um, <clears throat> last week I was, uh, you know, I was, and the week before I was hating a bit on the, the last dance and shit because, like, after watching that first two episodes, I was like, yeah, I know all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But once I got to about the, I think it was like either the fourth or fifth episode, when they're talking about like Scotty and you know what I'm saying, like all that shit. When they're talking about the '93 season, because you know it goes, it jumps back and forth. They're talking about the '93 season and like the '90, the '92, '93 season. That's when like fucking memory and shit like start to hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I mean the the ECS with the um, with the uh, the Knicks. I mean that like at that time, dude. I mean that's when like literally my memories and everything like started to fucking kick and shit. And I was like, dude, okay, this is the Jordan I fucking remember. You know what I'm yeah. saying? With the sevens, you know, or the eights and shit like that. You yeah. know, like I remember like that time we're fucking we're, he like Mike. Uh, like fucking getting beat up by John Starks and shit like that. You know, it's like what the fuck, like. Hey, I mean, that was a crazy series, crazy series. So I, like, actually binge-watched that shit last night, like, all together to kind of catch up on it and shit like that, man. And I will say it is a pretty good put-together documentary. Jack, uh, how have you been watching it? Back and forth. Like, have, uh, you, have you watched it, like, so you, Chance, you said you binged it. Jack, have you been watching it? I feel like you've been watching it live, like, the second it comes on, huh? Yeah, I feel like every Sunday, like, right when it comes on at 8 o'clock. You know, my TV, I'll tune in, and it's getting progressively, like, better. Even the first episode was really good. Yeah. When they started talking, is, I would say it's getting progressively better. Right. Yeah. When talking about the first two episodes, it's like, eh, I know all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Tell me something new yeah. or whatever. Because, you know, you, you hear about the Jerry Cross and, you know, like, all that shit. Like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, we know all this shit. But, like, once they get into that third, fourth episode and, you know, the deal with Scotty and shit like that, like, I mean, it's just like, yo, like. All right, all right, okay, I fucks with it. I see how they put it together. I was uh, looking at the credits of that shit, and uh, one of the producers on there um, is Mike Tollin. Do, you, do y'all recognize that name? Yeah, I forgot. I'm, he's like the so guy that Mike, made it, right? Mike Tollin used to do all the Nickelodeon shit, like all the Snick shit, like Keenan and Kel, fucking all that. Uh, you know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a producer on that. And so now he's, you know, he's put this shit together and shit like that. So I just think that that's like, oh, okay. So that's how you encapsulate the 90s and shit. And then the music and everything on there, too. Like, I mean, when they play like that, uh, that LL Cool J, that I'm bad. I mean, that shit, like, I mean, that that was a, a beautiful fucking put together, like, um, highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? Of just, like, what he was doing at that time. And, and I, that was, like, the 88 shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My thing is, man, I just like how they actually just get personal with everybody. You know, you see like this more of the behind the scenes and how they're really just talking regular like us. They're cussing and doing all this. And I think that's dope because you get to actually like know more of the actual person. Like, yeah, we knew Mike was the greatest of all time. Yo, it's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, finish it that. Finish it that. So, yeah, we knew like he was like one of the greatest of all time. And so the fact that when, you know, the last episode when, he's, when it was the whole gambling shit that came up, you know, which is like, you know, it's crazy because when you reach a certain pinnacle in life, people always try to knock you down. They always try to dig for dirt. And Dave Chappelle was talking about that in the stand-up. Like, man, I wonder what y'all going to find about me, you know, because it's 
it's always like that. Kevin Hart happened to him, you know. So it just that's what drove like Mike out of the league, and like I didn't, I wasn't really aware of it until like I am now, you know, like the media, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you learn all the little details. I mean, uh, just the pressure, and you see it. You know, you see. You empathize with it a little bit. Now, I mean, there's so much more access. You get to talk to these people almost directly now with social media, whereas in the past, you couldn't. So before, think about MJ. I mean, it's not like he can go on Twitter and get a burner account when he's in 94 and be <laughs> passive aggressive about shit. Not saying that he necessarily would, but he just yeah. absolutely could not. Now it's like you're set up in every way to fail i mean if he felt like he was under the microscope then imagine if he played in the twitter era i don't think he would have lasted like as long as he did in this era like if he couldn't handle the media then like you said can you imagine now i don't think he would have lasted as long personally it's yeah i mean the media pretty good well he did but just like you were saying i mean like once I think with anything, people get bored. They get tired of dominance. They get tired of seeing the same thing. Right. In any sport, anytime the alpha dog really starts becoming the alpha dog, they get haters. Like it, it happens every single time. Yeah, and I think that sentimentally, you know, even the passive watcher, uh, the passive viewer comes in rooting for the underdog. So if they don't know what's going on. Like, oh, this Jordan guy, wow, yeah, he's something. Yeah, I hope the other team wins. Just, you know, because they're rooting for the underdog. Right. And, I mean, after a while, that that all just kind of comes together and adds up. You know, people are tribal, so it's like, oh, I hope the underdog wins. And then it's almost like, well, fuck them. They won. <laughs> it's like, wait, you didn't care. And now, all of a sudden, you're, you're invested. I mean, him him okay. getting a, uh, a standing ovation in Madison Square Garden. Uh, you know that that last night in '98 or whatever, when he last time he played there, when he laced up in the ones and shit like that. I mean, New Yorkers hated him. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout his entire career, they fucking hated that guy. You know, and for him to, I mean, but they know they knew greatness. You know, it's like the same thing with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, you you love to hate him. You know what I'm saying? Is it's like. Yeah. I mean, you, with greatness in anything. I mean, like shit, like. I, I don't know, like, um, I mean, how, how people feel about Brady, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, it's the same shit. It's like, fuck, that guy, he's he's good, but fuck, I hate to see him win. It's the same shit. We get tired of Brady's. So you start mm-hmm. to root against the, you know, you, you want to root for the underdog. You know what I'm saying? Like like this, um, for the, uh, what was it, the, when did uh, this past season, when did Brady and them get, get knocked out? It was against the um, fuck. It was just Titans. Titans. Yeah. 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 Who, who's the quarterback? Mariota. No. Tannehill. Tannehill. Uh, it's Tannehill. Yeah. It's Tannehill. Yeah. Mariota. <laughs> What's the point you making with that? No, it's just that like I, I remember this season. I was like, yo, I gotta go for the Titans. You know what I'm saying? It's like because I, I was like tired of seeing Brady. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, tired of seeing the guy or whatever. I was that guy, you know what I'm saying? So I I see how that shit is on both sides. And back to like, yeah, like I definitely agree, Chance. Back to like the last dance. I'm so glad they showed Kobe in this last episode, man. I don't know, like, cool. you know, I got kind of teary eyed, like seeing that, and then like talking and stuff. Like, damn, like he's really gone, you know. Well, it's cool that they got to interview him before he passed because yeah, it, it kind of like brought him back to life in a sense. Um, it did. It it's funny though because. Jordan just like completely he was like, Oh, this guy's gonna make this a one on one league. And I mean, it it's funny yeah, because it wasn't 
and then I feel like Jordan was kind of making it go that way, but he didn't find success until he until he started trusting his teammates. Exactly. But then it's like <laughs> you see the same exact career trajectory. You know, here, here's a thought I have. People constantly have like a, you know, they want to compare the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. What I've realized is you really can't even compare. I mean, if you had to say who's the best of all time, it's Jordan. Yeah, obvious. But I feel like by suggesting that, it kind of diminishes. Let me let me expand on this point. So if you're saying Jordan's the best ever, yeah. If you just think about it logically, who is the most like him? I would say the most like him is Kobe, oh, and I don't know right. many people would disagree. But that almost kind of suggests that like that means that he's the second best player ever, because if you're saying the best player ever is Jordan, and this guy is the most like him, that that's why I'm like. It it, it kind of clouds things up when you say when I think of LeBron, he's nothing like Jordan at all. But I maybe have him, you know, top three, top four ever. I definitely have him higher than Kobe. But they're Ooh. different kinds because they're different kinds of players. And the point that I'm making with that, and most people would agree. You might have that look, but most people would agree. It, I mean, it's they're just different. They're very different prototypes. Jordan, Kobe, they're like that the the prototypical alpha dog, like killer NBA player. Whereas like LeBron, Magic, they're more of like kill by everybody killing you. You know, they're more of like the ensemble leader. Whereas like the Jordan, Kobe types are more like the solo leader. If that makes sense. Now, obviously, you could still say Jordan's best ever. Right. You know. I- but I, I like think it's that. like there's two branches of different kinds of greatness, you know? I, I like that comparison that you did with because a lot of people don't do that, don't compare LeBron to Magic. But LeBron is pretty much just like Magic of this era because, I mean, he could play f- all five positions. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, that's the same th- shit Magic did. You know what I'm saying? He could play fucking anywhere. I think it was like 6-7 and he's playing point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who the fuck was, you know, like... LeBron does the same shit, and like a lot of people just don't see that comparison until yeah. he went to the Lakers, you know, which is yeah. kind of weird. But hey, but shout to Tony Kukoc, man. I'm glad they talked about him finally. Yo, I'm glad. Ah, yeah, you brought that up, Jack. He he was like to me. I don't. I didn't think of Steve Kerr, and so I was like, why is he even on the cover? It was always to me, Mike, of course, Pippen, Rodman, and Kukoc. Like that was the yeah. four to me because Kukoc was that stretch four. Like, one of the first, actually, like, to do the shit, you know? So people forget yeah. that. Yeah, especially, like, 90, um, 96, 97, like, Kuko, that was yeah, the, yeah. the shit. Yeah, 18 points, you know, the game. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess Kerr, he's in the media now, kind of like you said. Um, he had a pretty – he had a more pivotal role early on. And, I mean – what I like about the last dance is we know it's coming. You know, Jordan's yeah. about to retire right. and both, you know, like both of the story arcs that are going, he's going to retire. And we see right. the reasons why kind of building up. Yeah. Um, but it's also opened up more of like that competitive, like alpha dog thing more and more and more. Like he's a dick to his teammates. And I mean, that means we know what's coming up is Kerr and Jordan, you know, they got in a fist fight, you know? So yeah. like, I think that's another reason why Kerr gets a little bit of that, you know, they bring him up into the forefront because Kerr was the only one to actually stand up to him. Got Gary hopping on. What's up, Gary? Yo, um, real quick before we get off uh, Last Dance, 
Yo, isn't it funny that the uh, beef with him and Isaiah like is still like I'm with it though? Yo, Gary, <laughs> Gary fresh to the pod. <laughs> Gary, weigh in. Yo, that's just Gary, funny. you're on mute. <laughs> that's just funny, man. I been Real quick, I still feel like okay, I, need to... I need to realize it. Are you yeah. good? What's up, yeah, Jack? Um, I still feel that uh, Isaiah should have been a part of their dream team, man. I know they had beef and shit at the time. But you can tell that still hurts him to his soul that he wasn't part of history, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody wanted to play with him. I, I know, but it's like you got to set the personal side from the actual player, though. He's looking a great-ass fucking point guard, you know? I don't know. I kind of I kind of like well, it. You like yeah. Stockton? Yeah, yeah, you weigh in. Isaiah. Okay, well, uh, I would definitely say I think Jordan's – very petty. He petty as hell. So, like, oh, it's been it's been way too long. I could tell. I could tell Isaiah and Magic were able to squash their shit like long ago. But you can tell Jordan and Isaiah somehow are still kind of holding on to that. You can see it. Oh, um, niggas used to beat each other up for like three years straight. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely... that's probably what it is too. Yeah, just the whole Pistons Jordan rules kind of. I I'm surprised they don't hate. I mean, they well, I guess they did hate a little Rodman when he initially got there, um, but well, yeah, but uh, yeah, but the whole Isaiah thing, I'm like, man, I don't know, I just need to let that go. I don't know, like I can, I, I'm, I agree, like now let it go, and uh, it's definitely petty, but I mean, I'm kind of with it. Like I don't know, like I'm like, <laughs> me and Michael, I'm the greatest of all time, and I got it like that, and I'm just like, nah. and I mean, to be clear, they never once confirmed. And Jordan even kind of said, like, I wasn't the one that said anything. Like, but I mean, they all knew if he wasn't going to be on the, t- if if Jordan wasn't going to be on the team, then it really doesn't work, right? It doesn't work. Is this whole global move and like the best players in the world are playing on the USA team? So they know that Jordan has to be on the team, and they also know when he asks who's going to be on the team, they know who he's getting at. Like, if Isaiah's on that team, he's not going to be on the team, and that ruins the dream team, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Jordan had to sign off. So ultimately, like, it was everybody's like, hey, how do y'all feel about it? But Jordan was like that star athlete. Like you said, they wanted him more than. Yeah, I'm surprised. Speaking of um, hate, like, I mean, obviously the Pistons were very hated, but I'm surprised they didn't hate uh, Kevin McHale more. I mean, not Kevin McHale, but. um, Lambeer? But but yeah, Bill Lambeer. Oh, they were like, no, Bill Lambeer. Bill Beer was beating up everybody. I'm like, yo. Literally was, out there just to knock yeah, people out. Just flagrant fouls, like play after play. I'm like, okay, he's knocking dudes out of the air. 30 on that nigga, bro. He was raw, man. <laughs> bro, that's a hitter for you, man. Bill yeah. Beer. Bill Beer. <laughs> Uh, you know, the other thing I've been doing to, to pass time, I guess this is kind of jumping into random thoughts, so I'll, I'll hold off for a second. Y'all have anything else on current events? Um, current events, uh, no, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Did I have anything on the docket that you're reading? Nah. No? All right, we're good. Let's move on. Moving on, random thoughts. This is kind of, I mean, this isn't a current event, but it does kind of tie in with, uh, I mean, right now, all you really have is nostalgia, you know, like all we can really watch is nostalgia. And it's funny because I've been like wildly entertained still just looking backwards. I mean, we have so many titles that you can go back and watch. So I've been watching a lot of shit and a lot of it's from the 90s. Like I've been watching Batman, the animated series. Great show. Cartoon of all time. 
Great show. I've been watching like shitty old 80s action flicks. So like in my mind, like elite action films were actually like Arnold Schwarzenegger era. Like those to me are the best because they're cheesy and they're over the top, but they don't rely on like the crazy special effects. I mean, it is like some of the most ridiculous shit. Have you yeah, ever seen there, there Commando? Is special effects. I, I well, think I've seen it. There are special well, effects, but it's real they cheesy. They have practical effects, so it yeah. looks much cooler. Like with the spark explosions where the guys fly in front of it. It's like in all movies, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's really horrible. <laughs> yeah, you say you've seen Commando? Yeah, like a while, like years ago, yeah. Before, I just remember it had cheesy effects. I remember that. So, first of all, the villain looks like he would just be like one of my dad's coworkers or something. <laughs> You know, just like a generic white guy at like a public, uh, like a, a white family barbecue, you know, um, for number one. And then two, like the opening scene, I, I love it because they have all the Schwarzenegger one-liners. So he kills this dude on the plane and he like makes it look like he's sleeping. And when the flight attendant walks by, he goes, don't, please don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> he's, he drops that one on him. He does the, uh, the all the same shit that he does from Batman, all the one-liners. right? All the one-liners. Um, like he told the dude he needed to like uh, chill out or something like that. But anyway, best he part of the movie, of, uh, Batman. Batman Robin. Yeah, <laughs> best part of the movie is they're taking off and he's trying to find a way to get out of the plane. So he finds a way to freaking get through and get onto the landing gear. And he's holding on to the wheel. And they're like, they're about to take off. I mean, they're, they start taking off. I mean, he drops. Just The best part is the way they show it. You can tell it's a dummy. That's my favorite thing about old movies. How they just throw the dummy to just like no physics. Uh, and it just kind of no he just flies down hundreds of feet into the water. They're going hundreds of miles an hour because they're taking off. And he just skids in. Ugh, ugh. Swims to the edge and just gets out. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Those are the best eras of, uh, that was the best era of uh, action films, though, for me. Yeah, I would say, like, from 84 to, like, 94 was probably, like, the best. And then, you know, you got, like, the the buddy cop companies, you know what I'm saying, where you got, like, the black comedian and then, like, the action guy. <laughs> like, yeah. those are great, too. Like, every Eddie Murphy like movie? 95. Or it's not I think. Well, actually, like well, another forty-eight hours. 48 hours. I feel like a lot of it started like with that forty-eight hours. Yeah, where it was like a uh, black guy black and like cop, white cop. <laughs> yeah, and like the white cop would always go over the line, and it was like yeah. kind of introducing like the mass audience to 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 black culture, and it was right. like you had like the very uh, cartoonish, over the top you know, lines and, like, the white guy saying stuff like, you're acting like a thug, you know, just, like, all the insensitive shit, you know? And then what's weird is you see it become more and more and more PC, but then you'll still have shit like Rush Hour, where then all of a sudden it flips, and it's like, let's make fun of Asians. Like, what? How is that okay? I know I've probably said this on, like, many of mediums before, but the time when I went to see the first Rush Hour in the movies was at the AMC in Meyerland. <laughs> and when I tell oh, you, it yeah. was nothing but, like, Asians and, like, my family there. So it was, like, this one black family and, like, Asians there. When I tell you, these guys were cracking the fuck up throughout the entire movie. Because that's a mad... If you look at it now, 
through like the lens of a 2020 motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not 2020, maybe 2019. You look at the lens now, that's the most racist fucking movie. He punches <laughs> Ricky Tan and tells him all y'all look alike. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not okay. Wow. Jock comes back at the perfect time since he's like on both sides. Not that you're literally Asian, but you know, loving the Asian culture. We were just talking about um, 80s cinema, how it always started out with the prototype, like, black and white buddy cop movie. And it was, like, way too over the line. Like, not on the nose, like, dropping N-bombs, but, I mean, it was racist. You know, insensitive white guys. Well, no, like, that's how it started was, like, Nick Nolte, like, you're a thug. You know, calling Eddie Murphy, he's just, oh, what, me? You know, like, all the... You know what I mean? Like, over-the-top shit. And then it finally becomes more and more PC and more, like, how shit actually is. And then all of a sudden it just flips and they're like, hey, let's make fun of Asian people with Rush Hour. Like, how the hell does that happen? Yeah. You know? I mean, at the time, like I said, we shouldn't have been laughing at that shit, but we were little. You know what I mean? We didn't, we didn't yeah. really know, like, the ins and outs. But yeah, that, that is true, man. I never thought about that. Like, shit was extremely racist in all aspects. But I feel like the world then, they weren't so sensitive, though. Like yeah. they are now, like it was okay. Like we knew that okay, we this person wasn't really racist. You know what I'm saying? It's like we were joking on each other. It's no big right. deal. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at um Netflix series like uh like the new Chappelle um stand up that he had, like it like he got a lot of you know flack for that. But I mean, look at Richard Pryor and things that happened in the seventies and eighties. Like a lot of comics were able to say more racier things back then, but now it's like, okay. You know, it's like you said, it's more PC. It's right? a good point. Yeah. On Stanford and Stone, they used to say the word nigga. Yeah. Like, on the show, I swear to God. I got, like, all the seasons of Stanford and Stone, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, what it really is, the biggest difference, I would say, between, like, times now and then... It's the woke is, community. Well, and, and why is the woke community there? It's because everybody's got a voice. Really, it's the media, you know? Like... The media dictates so much. I mean, think about Jordan. You know, we talked about The Last Dance and how, you know, he's on this pedestal, rightfully so. But, I mean, I even find myself just, like, defending anything anti-Jordan. Like, nobody could pose an an argument right now anti-Jordan. And I wouldn't, like, no, you're you're, you're wrong. I disagree. I disagree. Blindly. And I'm like, wait a minute. The more he is human, you know, but it's all this media of just, hey, you know, George, the greatest ever. Don't ever forget it. Don't ever forget it. That's the biggest difference now and in the past is that there's just way more media. We all rely on the media and there's way more speculation now instead of actual news. I guess it kind of comes back to that point. Yeah, the media has too much power, man. To me, they have way too much power. It's just like they can build you up to break you down, like you said, you know, and you become too perfect. Too big, you, know? you know what's weird, though? Like most media, especially like mainstream, is regulated by the FCC, which I I didn't even think about this until my uh my last episode of uh, Every Fucking Friday when Marcus was telling me this shit that the government runs the FCC, so like you know when you yeah. hear Trump talking about fake news and all that shit like that, it's like you could put a stop to that. He's a fucking president. Like he brought that point up and I it got me thinking. It was just like well yeah he, I mean he can't put a stop to it. But you can regulate what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, what they say and what well, not, you know, in Here's a way. the difference, though. Yeah, the difference, though, is uh, a lot of this fake news phenomenon they talk about is really just social media. You know, people picking up some blog aggregator where the headline, you know, is kind of misleading, but not necessarily 
a lie, you know, and it might kind of stretch the reality of the piece or take one quote and make that the headline. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden somebody shares that without even reading the article, like, oh, look at this, look what this piece of shit did. And then it's like the telephone game, you know, and before you know it, like you get some bastardized version of the actual story because somebody misread or read into a headline and started sharing it blindly. You know, that's one part. The other part of it is, you know, how do you how do you regulate every single thing? I think they're looking for like profanity, vulgar. They're starting to look for like bullying and things like that. But the onus has kind of fallen on like the actual media itself, like social media networks to kind of self-regulate, you know? Right. It's so quick, too, man. They be finding out that these stories like fast and just putting them right out, like right when they happen. Like, are you yeah. sitting in front of your phone or computer, like waiting for something to happen to like redo everything? I don't know. This is crazy to me. It's, it's uh, the misinformation era. Yeah, it's a it's headline porn. It's quick. You well, quick like, to just put something out real quick. You see it? Ed? Don't even read it. Headline porn is a good way to word it, for sure. Is Kim Jong Un dead? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Do you guys know? Nah, yeah, we gotta call up our uh, contact in Algebra John. Yeah. What is that place? Uh, Ashkabat. Ashkabat. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how Rodman set that whole meeting up, but he never got credit for that shit between him and Trump. That's who we need to call. Rodman, yeah. like, out of our, every, out of everybody, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yo, you remember the Mike what? Epps thing? You remember when Mike Epps was? <laughs> Nah, he's doing Rodman. <laughs> yes, it's from a few years ago when um, Rodman had that uh, that pong yong uh, bang or some shit like that. It was like uh, when he had the basketball game, and it was a documentary about Rodman, and he Maybe. took a bunch of old players to uh, fucking North Korea, and they played a basketball game for Kim Jong Un. What is that? Fucking Mike Evans does a parody of it. Y'all gotta look it up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Shout out Mike Epps. Mike Epps for sure. Yeah, Mike Epps. Oh yeah. I will say I've been uh, talking about going backwards to find new media. I've also gone back and listened to music because I mean, there's not, there's been some new stuff. You know, Thundercat. There've been a, uh, you know, Drake. Of course, his thing dropped. Um, but I, I, I've just gone back. Like, how, like, how do y'all feel about Drake? Drake in general, or the latest, the latest uh, piece. Well, this, like, well, the old Drake was like legendary when he kind of fucked up on this But I mean, like Drake now, do you feel like he's still, you know, like a good artist? Do you feel like he's kind of similar, or like what do y'all thought about the fuck? I think he's kind of the same as he has been. I mean, he's he's evolved like his style and his approach and his genre, I guess. But he, uh, I don't know. I mean, he. I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I know he's a polarizing guy. He's got some hits that I like, but I don't really go in. Like, I don't watch a Fast and Furious movie thinking, like, is this going to win an Oscar? You know? So when I listen to Drake, I'm like, am I going to bob my head or not? You know? Yeah. Um, that was a B. And I hope that nigga don't come back and slap um, me. Y'all already know how I feel about Drake. They, they're awesome songs that I do like. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a certain style of Drake I like. Drake the person, eh, actually, I think I think we'd actually get along. You know what I'm saying? He's probably cool, but kind of corny. Like, he's probably cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I think we'd actually get along. But in his music, there's a certain type of because 
you know what I'm saying? Like, like I like the. I don't know if that even makes sense, but I like like the nun. Gary said hates Drake. Yeah, no. Like, but uh, I don't know. I, I said like Gary that. said hates him. He's just over there. Ah! So, so yeah. So my thing is, uh, Drake's a great lyricist. Like when he spitting, I like that. I don't necessarily like hate Drake, but what I figured out, as you know, as I just thought about, like, dang, why do I just like dislike him so much? It's not really him. It's fucking Forty. I don't like Forty. Like Forty's produce, like production, his beats. It just sounds the same to me, bro. Like I hate that sound. Like you said, a chance that style. I just don't fuck with that style. You know, when Drake's rapping on other beats or other producer shit, that's when I fuck with him. Like, it's it. funny because I actually kind of like, I actually kind of like the 40 beats. <laughs> yeah, like, but those are usually the ones that I just kind of listen to. Like, like those are his pop songs, I feel like. Like, those are the ones that I listen to and enjoy, but not, like, it's not some shit I'm going to listen to, like, repeatedly. Like, man, I'm having a bad day. I need to put some 40 beats on, you know? But it's usually like, we're going out, like, you know, some Drake comes on. You're just like, oh, hell yeah. I'm feeling that shit. Like, uh, Tuesday, you know? Like, that's a catchy-ass song, you know? Yeah. What's I guess that's Mackinac or whatever, but... What's crazy yeah. about that is, like, I was on the McConaughey shit, like, mad early. And then I went out to Avant that night. And, like, or, like, the next, like, sometime that week. And they played the Drake shit. And I was like, what the fuck? He's just stealing everybody's hot shit. You know what I'm saying? So that was one. We actually had like a full-on episode about that. Remember, it was it was the first play by ear. Go back and listen to it if y'all haven't. It's called "Why the Drake Hate." It was actually a segment from a Don't At Me that we made into the first teaser, I guess, for uh, for that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's polarizing, but I'm still just kind of indifferent. Yeah, he's a legend. Definitely, you just need to like let more producers intervene, like a little more. You know, then it's to me, it's like, all right, it'll be better. Who so which uh what Drake beats you like the most? Like what kind of collabs do you listen to then? Do you have like a go to? So I, I think um Pierre. Uh, you want to come out here? What songs are those? Like well, what, on his latest uh mixtape, it was a song called um. Shit, let me look. I don't know. I listened to it once, but it was a song uh with a uh, Playboy Cardi and Cardi got like trash because his flow wasn't good apparently. I didn't even care though, like the Playboy Cardi, my nigga. What were you expecting? <laughs> His voice is too high pitched or whatever. I was like, whatever about it. But like that's one, you know, one example. I think it'll be one is um uh, is Playboy's like in house producer though. You said what? I said Pierre Bourne is like uh uh Cardi's like in house producer. Like he right. did like all the, the first Playboy Cardi shit. Uh-huh. So he'd be having like hard shit, you know what I'm saying? Beat- Fire, bro. Something the air. Yeah, nah, it's fire for sure. Yeah. So. But that's that, that's an example, Mike. Or maybe like if him and Kanye gets like really cool again, I think that'll be dope. Like dope. Kanye yeah. or Pharrell, you know, just I'll, other people. You know, I like, think Kanye is ever coming back. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll come back. I mean, like, what what do you mean, like? This old type of music. I, do, well, not when I say come back, like I kind of feel like he's like quietly retired. Retired. I was just about to say that. I was like, I, I, I feel like with the last album, it was almost like his last kind of like drop. And I, I, and since he's become a billionaire, I really don't think he has a need to even drop anything now. He's probably gonna go to. Yeah. He's probably gonna go like the whole. I gotta think though. Jay Z. Kanye's like a perfectionist. He's like a. a, a, a He's a musician before he's anything else, you know. What but I'm saying? I can yeah. also true. But all his his uh, albums have been like shorter and shorter. 
to the point well, where we, I feel like he's like, nah, none of this comes out. That's how short it is. <laughs> like the pooty tail, like Nah, but I, I can just see him not putting stuff out. Yeah, I think everything's coming from a circle for him. Like, he, he's a dad now too, right? So he's probably trying to focus just on that. Too. He's been in the game for a while. <laughs> Let me right. tell you what he's waiting for. He's waiting on a wave. Guy and Drake are kind of like they they ride waves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they, they right now, there's nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? Like really in the world, nothing really going on. When something does start to happen, that's when you'll hear from those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. when you'll hear from like the, the Kanye's and the Drakes and shit like that because they ride off of what other people are doing. There's not, like you said, there's not very mu- much music, new music coming out right now. You know what I'm saying? So there's not like a new sound. There's, you know what I'm saying? We're we're all a little behind right now. So yeah. that's why I feel like there's kind of a slowdown with those guys. Now, he did drop the Tootsie, that's going to Drake, going back to Drake. He did drop like the Tootsie Slide, which I've never heard, by the way. And I'll tell you guys. I listened to it when it came out and I was just like, this one's one of those that's just not for me. <laughs> no, I'll tell you guys. All right, remember we had our um, we were recording at Gary's, and um, <clears throat> I don't know if Jock was there, but I think it was me and you. I think Gary's maybe even just sitting in. Uh, I don't even think he was talking much, but we were talking about the Spotify thing and like how Spotify is like you know it's like a, it's, a, it's a white girl thing or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah. I think Angel like interjected because she uses Spotify. But anyway, so. My friend Jonah, who I had sent his little like uh, playlist to um, to the new uh, docket on Slack or whatever, he actually he sent me that on Spotify at first, and I was like, "Ugh, fuck Spotify." I don't uh, no. So, but I, I go to play it right, and so I push play, and fucking this place Tootsie Slide, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, what the hell?" And then I like. Play the next track and it's the box by Roddy Rich. I'm like, dude, what the what the fuck? This is why I don't like Spotify. Man. Like, this is why I don't fuck with. I can listen to the radio for this shit. Like, I don't know. Just play something specific and it start playing straight. What kind of shit is that? I do feel you on that. Like, give me songs like this. You know? uh, yo, and and the thing is, it's not even a song like that. I know. But see, I, I think that like Apple Music is for like music connoisseurs, people that already know music, and Spotify is for people that don't know music. That's think, like the difference between. I think, I think with Apple Music, man, like you said, yeah, you I get see the ability that. to be like more creative because you have to actually create your own playlist. I like the playlist that the children that you can create versus Spotify. Because Spotify, you have all these already created playlists, so it's like a little bit lazier. Sorry, that for you versus you doing it yourself. Well, I mean, Apple Music will have them, but they're just not as good, I yeah, guess. They're not as good. It, it's not that they're not as good. It's just that they're not as pushed as they are on Spotify. Like, Spotify's whole thing is playlist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Apple Music's thing is just music. Like, you either have, like, albums, compilations, shit like that. And you can put together your own playlist, as you can do with Spotify or whatnot. But I feel like Apple Music, like, if I want to listen to an album... I could go to that album, press play, and that album. Yeah, would... I feel you on that. Like, it's that's like... a good way. That's a good way to sum it up. Like, Apple Music is more for the ones seeking the content, and play or Spotify is more for the people that want to just like have the playlist and all that yeah. there for them. 
I will say this though, like if I ever want to discover new music using Apple Music, instead of going to like any of the playlists, I'll just do the radio station. I'll do like create or open radio station and it'll come up with some random stuff, but it like it's a little bit more like a Pandora experience though, you know? I usually go by um usually when I discover when I want to discover new music or whatever, I'll try to do it by genre. So I know that like I'm mm-hmm. kind of adding to the same playlist or whatever because you know my playlists are usually you know separated by genre. So, but the thing is, like you said, there really isn't much new music out or whatever. I mean, there's been a few drops like uh, Elena Ross and shit like that, which yeah. I actually bought her album. I know, I know that's good. I actually paid like fifty bucks or some shit like that for uh, for the vinyl and the CD and the autograph. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. But back to your last mention. I spent money on the past two years. Alina Barat. Shout out, boo. I met you one time. Y'all mentioned the Tussie slide. I was going to say, I think the the whole reason he even dropped it was just just to drop another song. Well, no, not even that, but just drop another song that could have a dance to it. Exactly how he had with In My Feelings. He realized that was such a big hit. He was like, cool, I can make something for him. He's playing to the social media instead yeah. of the music, you know? Exactly. It's it's perfect for TikTok. TikTok, yeah, I was going to say TikTok. Like, he made a lot of money, like, from that job. So. Smart, though. Hey, we can hate, and I'm hating, but, like, he's swagger jacket TikTok. That's genius. Yeah, he's a smart, smart business dude. You know, reason I brought up music initially, um, y'all ever have like just songs you've heard? Obviously, you've always liked whatever, but they'll get like a second wave where you're just like, you know what? I used to kind of listen to this, but now I really fuck with this song. Y'all ever have those like second waves? Uh, it'd be like years down the road, but like, yeah. Like, Most uh, fuck, I can't think of the last one. <laughs> Like me, it was uh, the, uh, <laughs> it was the uh, Jacoopin kid's like, ass for everyone that's listening on audio. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, Jacquees album. So like, he's um, the first listen to like it was it was good, Mike, like you said. But when I listen to it again, I'm like, this track. I mean, this album has some bangers on it, you know, because like now we have no choice but to listen to music. Like, you know, for what it is now and not like, you know, because we're not in a rush. Everybody's supposed to, you know, be slowing down, just appreciating stuff more. I feel like it'll happen the most with me with like Travis Scott albums. Like I have like the three or four that I listen to the most and then like two or three that if they come on, I'll listen to. And then I have like maybe two or three that I just kind of skip through. And I feel like those kind of change. Like I'll have like a cluster of like three or four that I'm like, I always fuck with these. And then after a while, I'm like... Uh, I want to start listening to those, and you know, I hear like most recently, like Houston Fornication. That's been like the song I've listened to the most on that album. I don't know why. I, that was always one of the ones that when it would come on, I'm like, okay, it's cool, but like whatever. But now for whatever reason, like the feel, it just kind of like I don't know, like the sometimes you know the vibe just kind of has to match. Let me ask you a question: Have y'all listened to to Yay again or not really? I've liked Yay. Yeah, I liked the uh, the first time I heard it. I wouldn't. Like, it's still on the lower end of his albums, in my opinion. But I will say, like, when I first heard it, I it was probably one of the ones that I liked the earliest because it was, like, the least radical. It was, like, the easiest, like, just kind of, like, easy vibes. And, like, 
it wasn't like a mainstream release that everybody was hyping up. It just kind of like came out. And I listened to it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I like this. This is easy listening. Or like a Yeezus or an 808s, it was so new that when I first heard each one, I was like, uh-uh. Now those are my two favorite uh, Kanye albums. 808s was phenomenal. Oh, 808s was legendary. First heard it? When I first heard it, I did not <laughs> I do it. I with you guys. I think I was like somewhere in fucking Stonegate or some shit when, I, when we first Probably. heard like 808s or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's, there's science behind that. I haven't really went back and listened to it. I only listened to it twice. And then that was it, you know. I didn't 808? No, no, I'm talking about Yay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Nah, Yay. Uh, like, like you said, like, it, it's an okay album, but it's just one of those albums that's like, I think a little bit too slow for me, personally, so that's why I don't really go back and like listen to it a lot like that. I thought I would when it came out, but it didn't happen. I actually like it as kind of like a summertime album, or like, you know, just have it on while you're just like driving, like it's sunny outside and shit, like, even though, even though the first song is I Thought About Killing You. But yeah. you know, like the the what is the um yikes? Yikes the ghost town. Oh yeah. That's all the time. My yeah, he's talking about the one with that chick. Yeah, I think that's ghost town. Ghost town's dope, yeah. Yo <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, it's cool. Um, no, there's, there's science though behind like an 808s or like a Yeezus that people don't really like listen to or enjoy at first. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have such an, something that's just like such a new sound, initially it's kind of off putting. So, what radio stations will do when they're trying to sneak in uh, new sounds is they will sandwich those between two familiar sounds. So, if it's like Taylor Swift and like whatever else comes on all the freaking time, if they sandwich a new sound in in between two songs like that, that's how they can kind of sneak it in. I heard that yeah. on like a Malcolm Gladwell podcast. I was like, huh, interesting. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that definitely makes sense. They definitely do that shit in radio. I mean, shit, I do that, you know what I'm saying? And like, a DJ set, you know what I'm saying? Even when I'm doing it for myself, it's like, oh, let me sneak this in. Uh, yeah, like yeah. some song I just that just came out, say I'm on, like on a Friday night or some shit like that, and some new art or not new artist, but like say a Drake or someone drops some shit, you know what I'm saying? Let me throw this in there. Okay, some bullshit. Let me go back to something familiar, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, keep it going. That must have got dark, nigga, because your room got red. <laughs> It did get dark. The sun leaks in from the side. I'm like, nah, it's, it went away. So I had to put the light. Otherwise, I'd be sitting in darkness. Darkness. Uh, <clears throat> any other random thoughts? Um, I, I'll get I'll get to this on uh on my shit a little bit and a little more in depth. But um, fucking next door app. Oh yeah. Yesterday, yo. So. <laughs> I told this, so, all right, on this one post, I'll just talk, just real quick. This one post, uh, the post title was called Bar Open, right? And then inside, they were like, are the bars on Emancipation supposed to be open? I see activity. And someone Snitches. was like, no, call the police. And I put, like, little laughing emojis and shit, like, under there. Or whatever, like, you know, light up the mood or whatever. But then, like, a couple days later... I look on the same post because it shows you that, like, you know, people, like, you know, more people have posted under there and shit. And so some lady named Janet was like, uh, you should call 311 uh, to report them. The police, they'll come in and shut them down. And I was like, wait, 
I was like, so you fucking, like, call the police on a business simply because it's open? Who the fuck are you supposed... I didn't say fuck. I was like, who are you supposed to be? Commissioner Gordon shining the light for Batman? And, like, I was like, why don't you just mind your own fucking business? I didn't say fuck, but mind you. They reported that shit, and it got taken off. Mind you, I didn't curse. I, I was saying fuck, but I didn't curse at all. All I, all That's I told weird. Commissioner Gordon shining the light for Batman. Yeah, and... people are too sensitive on her. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, the only time I've really would see. I was like, I was like, yo, oh, because you made a Batman reference last night, no, or this morning actually, when I checked That's it, weird. I comment was on. I would use it to like laugh at uh, Amazon videos where they're just like chucking the package. That was that. That shit's funny. It's yeah. not funny, like if your shit's broken, but like just watching your video, they're just checking it. Or they'll have like, uh, oh, there's like a stray dog on this street, and it's like clearly a coyote. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> she better run. Yeah. Gary, you ever oh, run that? Hey, dogs and now, shit. Now, what's that? It says straight Next door app. Oh, uh, I, I think Chance mentioned it, so I, I think I was going to download it, but I, I didn't get around to it. It was asking for too much information, but it sounds funny. Get on this shit, though. It, it's it's the He said it's asking it's too much info. Yo, remember that dog with the titties? Oh, hell yeah. I remember that. It had, like, udders. Oh, hell no. That was, like <laughs> that was up by West Road and like Huskies. Like, that, like, pictures of dogs with, like, udders and shit like that. And they're like, ew, it's a little dog. Like, like that dog's a fucking like. Just the dog's good. Yeah, like fresh nursed. <laughs> oh, you know, when Chance was like, "That's the slut dog." That's, <laughs> that's the slut dog. dog. <laughs> I remember that. Hey, hey uh, I don't know why I had this thought, but randomly I was talking to somebody the other day about school lunch, and like, why is school lunch so? drastically polarizing like it's either awful or great at every school it's either like i'll eat it or i never eat the school lunch there well i hate the smell of cafeteria bro the smell of cafeteria smell greasy it smells greasy always smell bad yeah i in elementary school i when i got to public school at mark twain I'd eat a uh, school lunch or whatever. Like, you know, my mom give me a dollar twenty-five. It'd be like a quarter, <laughs> a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She get that. I'd buy lunch, but then Koi, Koi Dang, Mike, you know him. He used to give me half of his sandwich every yeah. fucking day. And then me and you, we used to chug milks and shit. So we were like mad healthy and shit because we we eat all our fucking food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, for real, we used to have milk chugging. I remember couple. that. But um, so in sixth grade at Pershing, all right. So they used to have like they had like multiple lines for some reason. There was like twelve different lunch lines. Yeah. And uh, like at first I would get like the chicken and cheese or some shrimp. Oh yeah, they'd have the chicken tenders and literally just dump nacho cheese on it. <laughs> Hell yeah, she was dank. But then, like uh, <laughs> that's when uh, Papa John start like selling fucking dollar fifty slices. You know Daily. what I'm saying? fucking day so like then it turned into like well we like buy like you know like two you know two slices two or three slices or like we throw down and get a whole like pizza you know like eight slice shit so i always ate papa john's pizza every day until uh well they had that taco bell and shit but pretty much throughout middle school and high school i ate papa john's pizza 
every fucking day. Papa John's $1. fifty. Hell yeah. You're going to die. <laughs> no, that shit was dank. Like, I'm still here. That was like 15, 16 years ago. It was but, so drastic, man. Like, there was a, uh, like, I went to school with you, obviously, HISD, and like, they just started busting out fast food daily. So, like, yes, that yeah, was good. Yeah, and then uh, I moved to Sugarland, so and it was like, man. it's awful. <laughs> I would go, and they would have, uh, they would have such bad school lunch at the school I went to that I would just do like the snack line, and I'd either eat like chips and soda. Are like fries and soda every day. Like that was your meal or hot pocket. Like this that's the kind of shit we grew up eating, you know? Pockets. And then shit. but then you know what? Shout out Cypress. Cypher Cypher actually had hey, Cypher actually had good school lunch. Like the actual lunch they would have, they'd have that elbow fat. They knew what they were doing. They'd just whip it up over there. Yo, the, the ladies in the um, the elementary school lunch line sometimes like like for, like I said I had a quarter wrapped in a dollar so like you know you'd lose it in your cargo pants and shit like that yeah so like sometimes I'd be like yo I ain't got it and they're just like alright baby you good because I was like the only black kid and we're on a black and shit it's like alright baby you just right I know y'all know about y'all man when bus guys used to be lit though. I did for a while. I was. Man, I had a. Gary, do you remember that time there was that dude? (laughs) He was like some very, like, really eccentric, bro, that, like, went on Gary's bus. Oh, he's uh, he's my Christian. I think so. I think he's Uh, a step with you, right, Jock? But the funny thing is. I remember for a while he had like a goth face, and he like like pasted his hair down like that. You remember uh, that? Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to cap. I just I, that always used to throw me off because I was like, because he would literally do that thing like that, like you know, like like the the, like, the like sa- sassy white perm- kids do like this. Yeah, the emo. Yeah. yeah, he would do that yeah. shit. Are you talking about hippo white? Nah, oh, oh, not, not, not hippo like. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah, that thing was that. cool. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I was like on a bus, man. Anytime I hear T Pain, that lovey dovey, that kiss kiss, I think about that nigga, bro. Cause like I remember we were caravaning to that party. That was dope. Man, those are the days. Yeah, matter of fact, like next next time Christians in town, we got something to slide through. Yeah, Hell yeah. I don't know about y'all, but like we used to freestyle on the bus. I used to do that, like you know. Yeah, growing up high school, or, or like play a pencil, pencil wars where you gotta like oh, smack break. This. Yeah, pencil break. Yeah, apple slap, freestyling, or the uh, little yeah. taco, the white papers. You remember those? Yeah, because you know, like before South Falls, I was like, which was like good compared to like this, you know, like Piper area. So there, you know, it was a little bit bad, so <laughs> real talk. Real talk. Hold on, guys. Hold on, Jack. You look like David Ruffin when a nigga came up and stole the fucking uh, microphone from Dennis Elwood and was like, I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. It's a compliment. Thanks, Yo, David Ruffin was a trillist. Nobody came to see you, Otis? Nobody coming to see you, Otis? You wish you could work it like me. Put David Ruffin flowing on the bus. Yeah, I never really did much on the bus. I would either sleep or listen to music. Like in the back of the front. It would vary. 
Yeah, it kind of vary. I don't know. Like, I always mix it up. Yeah, I'm always doing something new for no reason. But the back, right? Yo, I remember him and Mike started, like, punching each other on a bus one time. I remember that. <laughs> Brothers, uh... You do dumb shit. Hell yeah. Remember Matthew Whaley? Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember him. I think he moved, like, right whenever, uh, it was, like, the beginning of some school year. He was from there. Canada. Wasn't it weird how many, like, foreign exchange motherfuckers we knew? We actually did have a lot. Did, like, we, was, I, I, I feel like we had way more in HISD than we did yeah. in Cyprus. Because there was a, remember, like, Huntack and Suntack? Yeah. Rohan. One was, like, mean and one was nice. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Well, that's about all the uh, random thoughts I got um, getting into the deep shit. I mean, I know one of the things we've been talking about, we kind of talked about it throughout the episode, was just kind of how consumerism is going to change. I mean, yeah, we're seeing that now. So, I mean, yeah. it's all about... I mean, pretty much everything I've ordered now is, man, to the door, you know, to go orders, to anything. Everything. People, I mean, like, get nervous it, to even, like, wipe off to-go boxes and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's weird, though. Anytime I leave the house, like, I feel like I have to wash my hands when I come home. Regardless. Even if I don't even get out of my car, I'm like, uh. Well, you know. if I'm, and I'm around people, I definitely wash my hands when I get back, and I also take a shower, too. Only, like, I'm around people. Keep that on me. So you have for real been showering more, Jack. Like, if you go out and about, like, you dropping multiple a day? Yeah, I mean, I started this twice. If I know that, like, I'm around. I feel like there's a lot of fucking people there. No mask. It's like, whatever, you know, because since you're like, you're like, oh, of course, like, when I got back, yeah, I'm like, you know what I mean? Just to make sure. I don't Keep like, it tidy. Like, 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 Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, Maybe you're skipping out before. <laughs> nah, nah, it's just like, I'm just using a bit more, you know what I'm saying? I usually, like, soap my hands up, like, in between every, like, major section, you know? Like, I mean, it's not like one quick lather and then that's my whole body. It's like, oh, I got my arms. Okay, now I got my chest and stomach. Okay, now I got my back. Like, you know, like, so I, I feel like I use quite a bit. I go through a soap bar maybe, like, you know, two, three weeks nowadays. But I've also been buying... We talked about that, buying, like, fancier soaps just because... So, so my mom gets, buys a lot of fancy soaps and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, like... And for some reason, I don't know why, but everyone showers in the same fucking shower here now. <laughs> like, you know, like everyone. So all the soaps are, like, confined to one fucking place and shit. And uh, so, like... There's, I mean, fucking a plethora of fucking... I mean, because, you know, women, they... Like, yeah. they smell different and shit every now and again. Dude, I use about four or five different soaps, like, <laughs> every fucking shower. Like, so I, I mean, I, I put on some shit that's, like, a, it's called, like, a, a shower smoothie or some shit. It's, like, lavender and everything, man. It has you fucking feeling luscious when you come out, man. Shower smoothie. <laughs> that shit vile, too, man. I was going to say, I eat that shit. Be careful. <laughs> it, oh, shit, man, I'm, uh... <laughs> 
good too. It looked like Ivan Ooze shit. You remember on Power Rangers? The fucking yeah. Ooze. Purple <laughs> shit. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Some of that shit does look kind of like magical potions. Yeah. But, yeah. But man, I, uh, we're, look, we're hitting that uh, hour 20 mark. Oh, oh man. Right. Longer. It was a longer one. I don't know. I feel like we uh, we we covered obviously a lot. We had a lot of stuff to catch up on, but I don't know. Any other thoughts? Deep thoughts? Random thoughts? Well, I, I, I just want to say RIP to Don Shuler. You know, he passed away today. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, man. RIP, man. Um, also, think of the Miles tomorrow too. Yo, tomorrow's Tuesday, right? Taco Tuesdays uh, from distance. Y'all, y'all trying to hit Velvet tomorrow? What's up? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't even know how that would work. Yeah. Nigga, we just we'll eat in the park. Yeah, I guess so, right? Park or some shit. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> those big rainbow things that they used to have in elementary school. Yeah, I remember those. I remember the rainbow parachutes. No, anytime that shit came out, it was going down. Yeah, Yo, for real, I want some tacos tomorrow, man. I had a Kobe beef burger tacos there one time. Nice. Oh, my God, bro. Like, that's, that's tacos. Okay. Yeah, that's, hey, what the fuck you get your haircut? Huh? You said me? Yeah, where'd you get your haircut? Uh, I got clippers. <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> Damn, let me see your shit, bro. Come on. Oh, my God. I cut my solo cuts. Uh, you gotta let Emily get in your shit. Nah, I don't <laughs> know about that. <laughs> Jack, you trying to tell everybody eat tacos responsibly? Yeah, you know, drink beer responsibly. Tomorrow, over the miles, but still have fun. You know, still fair up in your own way. You know, keep us. Yeah, you know, still be positive, still go out. You can take a walk and drink. Sounds like a circus is going on at Gary's house. I know, man. It's hard to hear Jock. That's why I'm like, wait, it's like, like, it's like Jock's a circus act. Yeah, because Xavier's pushing all kind of random buttons. That nigga do that shit on purpose too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. I think that's it, man. I think we're all uh, running out of steam. But a uh, good episode. We got a lot of stuff uh, in the works. A lot of video stuff coming. We've uh, got "Don't At Me," of course. Chance got new show. Give it a shout out. Every fucking Friday at four twenty with that nigga Chance. Y'all catch it on the YouTube. Uh, look through all the the rep shit. Oh. Post a few videos there or whatnot, the first two, so you guys can catch up on that and whatnot. I'll probably start putting out audio or something if I can, uh, if I can rip that shit from there. But mostly it's just going to be video and shit like that. So just uh, follow me on my Instagram and shit like that. And uh, look for it every, every fucking Friday at 420. You can't miss it. We'll link all that up for sure. Link up all uh, those old videos we were talking about too so everybody can go back. But you can check all that out either uh, on YouTube. Look up Repertoire Network. Uh, give us a – hey, help us get 100 subscribers. We have a shitty, long, nasty link right now. 
you know, because you have to get 100 subscribers to get it custom. So that's what y'all can help us out with. If you want to help us out with anything, help us, you know, go subscribe on YouTube so that we can get a good custom link, make it easier for other people to follow. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, find us at The Rep Network. Also, the website is therep.network. Tune in next week, and maybe we'll do a play it by ear sometime soon. Pay attention. Maybe you'll uh, you'll see that next episode pop out soon. You never know. All right. With that, I'll see y'all, fellas. All right. Uh, peace out. Stay blessed. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause.